Hey, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Poor Man Fantasy Football League Podcast. We're the fantasy football show that gives you a peek inside the life and times of our Dynasty League. I'm your host, Mike, and with me, as always, is my friend, Andrew. And this week, we are finally crowning a new champion. It that was... has come back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we get into that, I'm going to let you guys know this week's episode is brought to you by ShirtOutlets.com where you can get all your sports merchandise from jerseys, hats, tees, to shoes, flags, and even replica rings. Our friend Kimmy over there has got what you need. Just let them know that you're a friend of the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast. Drop drop us an email at poormanfootball at gmail.com, and we could help you get hooked up with 5% off your discount or 5% discount off on your order, free shipping globally, and potentially a free jersey. These guys legit love working with them. Now on with the show. It is Wednesday night, January 3rd. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, Andrew. Happy New Year to you too, sir. It's 2024. Brand new, fresh and shiny. The potential for new beginnings. Potential for actually winning this this year. Well, you were you were close, but you you didn't you didn't make it. No. Uh, not close enough. You got rookied. I guess. Uh, that's how I look at it. You, uh, I guess, right off the top, folks, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the poor man fantasy football league has crowned a new champion. Marvin and his three Pete is over. Johnny, aka the commissioner extraordinaire, is our new league champion. He did best Andrew in a one on one contest where the young studs, the rookies, if you will, on Donnie's team, outplayed, outshone, and delivered on game day. Yep. The old vets of Andrew's roster did not. Yeah. Yeah. Think it's time to blow it up? Uh, maybe partially through next year. Okay. See how it goes. All right. It's, uh, it's uh, some of them are some of them are getting a little bit long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, some of them will need to go. But okay, so let's let's do this. Let's do a quick recap. Donnie's a champion. You you and him went head to head. Walk us through what was happening uh, throughout the weekend. Well, it was going into um, going into the last game. Um, Donnie had one guy, I had four and I was down okay. by 60 points. So I was okay. still had a shot. I still had a legitimate shot. shot. Who at halftime of four? Pardon? Who were your four? Do you remember? Uh, Pacheco, um, Kelsey, Kelsey Mahomes. Mahomes and, yep. um, I'm just opening my sleeper app here to look at my team. Um, and it was uh, it was somebody else that wasn't expected to do much. Okay. And then he had uh, Rashid Rice. Rashid Rice. Ooh, he had yeah. a good game. He did. He did. Even at even at halftime, I was down by thirty. So it, it was still. Like all I need, all really, all I needed was 
Mahomes to throw two more, two touchdowns, mm-hmm. one to Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, or one to Pacheco, and, and one to Pacheco, and I would have had it done, but alas, they could not do it, and Donnie vanquished me. But that's okay. Right. It was fun. I'm glad it. Oh. I'm, I'm glad it's not like some leagues that's that's a two week playoff. Oh, because there's a lot of guys that are going to get sat this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> well, um, in other news, this week's shout out is going to Section 700 for being the lone survivor of the Borman 2024 Guillotine League. He won with a solid 222 points over my paltry 133. So nearly a, bested me by 100 points, like 90 points. It was right there. Oh. And it out of the gates, out of the gates, it was like CeeDee Lamb did me in. Like everybody, he had everybody who had like a big game. And I had nobody that had a big game. Oh. So congratulations, Section 700. You took home the big cash prize. I took the secondary cash prize. I'm okay with that. That payout is actually going to cover... 90% of my league fees for this year. Not only that, I did win the Simple Man League. So um, I, I banked some cash there and I won the Crazy Man League in a, in a to me, a surprising upset. Um, I thought I was, I was against the ropes and needed a miracle and I got that miracle. Um, I had some guys that just went to town. Um, it's a, it's a two quarterback league, super flex. And I only have two quarterbacks. So uh, I'm surprised I did as well as I did. It made it to the final. I won it. And that was a big cash prize, too. That is like three years worth of league fees. Yes. So yes. Um, was it that one? Or see, Donnie and I were up against each other in two leagues this week. I think you were in no fun. No. Yeah, I think no fun. And he, uh, yes. Because he took home third place. No, it wasn't no fun. No. Um, must have been Simple Man or Crazy Man. One of the two. But he ended up taking third place from me. Mm-hmm. So he, he got money in that one and I didn't. Oh. Well, he bested me in he two of the. twice. Yeah, he robbed me twice. Well, that's what friends are for, man. Just causing you grief everywhere we go. You're in my crosshairs for next year, Donnie. All right. It wasn't now, because because Juan tried to tried to conspire against me the season before. He was on my hit list this year. This year, now Donnie, yeah. next year you're on my hit list. That's it. He's the target. You're now your new arch nemesis. Yeah. All right. Well, let's not forget we did crown a toilet bowl champion in our league. The toilet bowl champion earns their money back. Yes. And this year that was Bryce. So congratulations, Bryce. You are the king of the toilet bowl. You got your money back for next year. And he had such an up and down year. Like he did. He was a contender right to the very end until you knocked him out of the playoffs. Yes. So you're welcome. You got your money back. <laughs> yeah, because you helped him get that. Okay. Um, there's that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, yeah, we, uh, we got to settle up a bet from last week. Uh, the wheel of death is just your your friend. <laughs> so good to you. 
Um, and you've got some some football talk going on here. You yeah. want to get some opinions going on. Who's your favorite to represent the AFC and the NFC MVP team to finish dead last? I think it's pretty obvious. Oh uh, yeah, that kind of that's that's starting to come into picture. But that's uh, yeah, okay. So who's your who's your Super Bowl uh, team for AFC? You're probably not going to like my pick. I think I know who your pick is going to be. Pardon? I'm going the Browns. Oh, wow. I think Joe Flacco carries the Browns to the Super Bowl in a stunning upset over the Ravens. That would be... It would be really interesting if it was the Ravens and the Browns in the conference final and he knocks off the Ravens. That would be a... That would for be his former his former team, yeah, yeah, yeah I that is I, what I'm predicting. See, I'm uh, and I think as long as they can get through their their current um injury bug, I got my money on. You're going Miami, yeah, because I just I think their firepower is. When everybody's healthy, yep, that that team is scary on offense. You had HN that could bust uh, a run to the to the outside and beat anybody because he's as fast as Tariq Hill. Yeah, you got Tariq Hill and Waddle on the outside. The really the only thing is a good consistent tight end, and they don't really throw to their tight end so. Um. Yeah, I th- they're my pick. I even though Kansas City, Kansas City on any week can can make you look except foolish. For the last several, you know, except but, for like the last five weeks. Yeah, but you look at them even come back against Cincinnati. It was kind of like, uh, no, we're we're not done. We're not rolling over. Right. Um, but they just they they need to get their focus back. Stop. Get off this, you know. I'm sorry, but get out of the the commercials, the the Taylor Swift stuff. Like, get get rid of all these distractions, and get back to playing ball. Mahomes isn't the same guy. Kelsey's not the same guy. This year, too many distractions. They do, they do feel off. Yep. Okay. Like you don't even see you don't even see Mahomes really doing any of the or very many of just like the, when he's, when you think he's going to get caught and sacked, that he just flicks the ball to somebody or sidearms it to somebody. And he's not having as much fun as he used to. Exactly. And I think, I think it is. I think that, and I think it's the, the wide receiver crew crew that he has. Um, I think next year, the, the chemistry that him and rice are, are getting, Mm -hmm. that should be an interesting little dynamic. And if they can get another wide receiver in the offseason. Um, I, th- I think um, if I'm Kansas City, I'm looking for a qualified veteran like T. Higgins. I'm looking for somebody that is going to be making a move from their team and saying, hey, look, I'm willing to put some money down to bring you over. I'd love to see them get Justin Jefferson. That'll never happen. He's still under contract. Give away some trade picks for him. I'd love to see that there. That would be disgusting. Or or, or A.J. Brown. No, he's too old. 
Um, oh, I see. You already put in your your, your NFC. That's that's no I'm my NFC. I'm I'm going Detroit Lions. Yeah. Um, I realize Detroit is a bit of a fairy tale, and they don't have the defense that can shut teams down, much like a lot of other teams. Uh, but their offense, when it happens, it can it can blow things up really good. Um, but after this, this past weekend and the loss they had to Dallas and how they were cheated out of that two point conversion. And I have read and I have watched a ton of material and it just boils down to a, a bad call, uh, from the referee standpoint that the, the NFL isn't going to recognize because they can't, they just, that's just not the way it works. So Dan Campbell has come come out and said, hey, look, we're, we're using it as fuel. And knowing Dan Campbell, he is probably like volcano uh, extinction level event eruption style energy angry. So I, I believe they're going to carry that because they feel like they have been disgraced, slighted. if you will, slighted. Um, yeah, so I, I fully expect them to to ball out. I, I how long it lasts? I don't know. Yeah, I I agree with everything you have to say, but I think they're one year away. I think they need they need to get to the conference final mm-hmm. and lose. To have that taste of, are you fucking kidding? Or, or part of my language, are you kidding me? We were that close, mm-hmm. and we got robbed. Um, and I think, I think it's going to be the 49ers. and again, it's going to be because of the the. Uh, the, the offense. Okay. Again, a little bit, a little bit too much power. Like, if McCaffrey is healthy, Debo Samuel is healthy, um, Kittle's healthy. You got, you got those three. That you got that triangle of uh, of who's it going to go to? Who's going to go step, anywhere you want? Who's, who's going to who's going to step up and get you know 150 yards and and two touchdowns? Um. And then the other guys get, you know, 75 yards and a touchdown each, right? Like, it's, I think it's just going to – I think Detroit is going to fall just short this year and then watch out for them next year. Next okay. year, they will they, they will be what I think the Eagles were last year. They will be next year. They will be the scariest team in the NFL next year, I think. They're just a couple of – a couple of players away. Really, it's players away and, and it's a little bit more experience. If they could get a solid defense like Baltimore, like Cleveland, um, yes, yes, that just says, the, Hey, look, the, this is a stout defense. This this team's going to do the defensive, the defensive line, line is, 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 sick. is sick. Hutchinson and Adison or Adson or the guy with the long blonde hair, Anzalone, um, yeah, Mancelone. Those two guys on the on the defensive ends. That's a scary defensive end. Two young guys that could be there for a long time. Like imagine sucking in like 
a Max Crosby on that line with the three of them. Oh man, that would be that would be a quarterback's nightmare every game, every game. Because mm-hmm. who do you stop? You can you can only double team one, one or two. Yeah, at best you can't. You can't even double team two because yeah. you're you're gonna you have a linebacker to... that's gonna stu- uh, is gonna stunt too. Yeah, because you can't leave the the wide receivers open, right? So you can't exactly. double team too many guys. Oh, yeah, whatever. It's just it's gonna be bonkers if if they make a leap. Yes. Anyways, so you're going San Francisco. Solid. Not a bad choice. What yeah. I do think, and, and may, I'm not sure if I if anybody else shares the sentiment, but I think based upon the matchups that have played between Dallas, uh, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Detroit, those are the four favorites to to come out of the NFC West. But they've all had crazy losses. Yes. So yeah. it tells me that they're all beatable. Yes. And that, you know, what, and that's 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 the thing with the NFL period this year. Who would have thought the Texans still got a shot at making the playoffs? Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the year, people, everybody was picking the Texans to be last or second last or or third last because you didn't know how well C.J. Stroud was going to. Yes. Be. Yes. Living with the Ohio State curse, sure, I get it. But the, the the NFC is going to produce a good team. Yeah. I don't think it's going to produce a great team. No. And I favor the odds of the AFC winning the, the Super Bowl this year. Oh, you have the champs as Cleveland. Yeah. Wow. And if it's, okay, look, if I'm picking, if I could pick like a one-two, like Cleveland would be like my, that is the pick I think is going to go. Okay. But I really do think the Baltimore Ravens, if the Baltimore Ravens get past Cleveland, I don't think there's anybody else that they're not going to stomp on. Yeah. Because their defense is just too stout and they can move the ball uh, too well in a variety of fashions. And it's not like when I look at the offense, it's not like, oh my goodness, you guys are so amazing. Look at the talent across the board. It's like they're just consistent. You're just making it work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that's the one team that scares me from a Miami standpoint. Is is Baltimore? They could sh- they could potentially shut down. They did. Yeah, yeah, they the did. Yeah. So like that's that's the crazy part. Like the, when you look at the teams that my um, they have beat and say, okay, well you've bet you've beaten the best. You've had some weird losses, and hopefully we you know somebody can learn from those to see what your weaknesses are. Yep. But yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, let's talk MVP. Who do you got MVP overall? I think just because of the game he had last weekend, I think, and it's not my pick. I think it's going to go to Lamar Jackson, but that's not my pick. Oh, okay. When I look at the MVP, I think of who is the most valuable player to his team. When that guy is not playing, the team kind of stumbles and falters. My pick for that is Tyreek Hill. You look at yeah. the week that he he had the, the the ankle injury. Yeah, and that team really didn't. They the they couldn't do yeah, anything. Yeah, they they looked like a, a, a kid that was lost in the in the candy store. We have we have this talent, but I don't know what to do with it. Tyreek Hill kind of brings everything together. He does. 
um, they had to get him back on the field, even as a decoy, just just to get something yes. going. And he really didn't do anything this last weekend. Like he only did what I think thirteen points when he's been averaging twenty something points a, a week, mm-hmm. right? So you're right. Even as the decoy, you know, it kind of uh, put the ship back right. So that's why I think uh, to me it should be Hill, but I think it's going to go to Jackson just because of the media and they're 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 playing it up that you know he's the savior of of uh, of Baltimore and blah 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 blah. Actually, my pick is Lamar Jackson, um, and I did buy into that hype based upon the last weekend. And because I don't think there's there's enough talent outside of Mark Andrews, who's still on IR. Like, I don't believe in OBJ. Zay Flowers is great, but he's not amazing. He's no Justin Jefferson. Um, that roster, looking at it, does not instill fear from an offensive standpoint. Outside of Lamar Jackson, and yeah. we can see we've seen how pedestrian he's been. He can yeah. be. We've also seen how elite he can be. He's not putting up the elite numbers that he had in his last MVP season, but no. what he's doing is effectively moving his team to victory. Yeah. So. Um, the the other one dark horse that I have in there, um, yeah. and it's probably no surprise. Again, he is. To me, he is everything to the team. Is Christian McCaffrey? That's a great pick. I'd love to see him win it. A non QB. Yeah, yeah. Because again, he got that ankle injury this last weekend. He he had very low output. Um, and again, the team kind of, oh my god, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? You know. So I think he's had the year. Um. And even last year, I think he should have been higher up in the consideration in the voting. Um, but uh, I just I think that team is all around him, so that's why my vote Hill or or McCaffrey would be would be my okay. my favorites. Um, on a side note, did you hear about Tyree Kill's house fire? Yeah, I I just I saw the article about an hour ago. Um, and it was just a headline that is <laughs> okay. Yeah, I saw some pictures of him and his wife standing outside. Yeah, that's that's scary. Mm-hmm. Haven't read into like what happened, what um what the scoop was, but outside of that, uh, yeah, that his house caught fire. So yeah, that sucked. Um Wish, wish him the best. That's never something fun to have to, to see someone go through. Hopefully it's not too big of a distraction for him for his job. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, let's let's talk about the dead last team. I'm not sure there's really an argument here. There, there isn't there is now. A couple <laughs> weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, there was still a little bit of it uh, of it up in the air. But now okay. this this one has come into into focus and yeah. Obviously, Carolina, and that's going to Chicago because of the trades. Yeah, so Carolina absolutely blows their season up, taking Bryce Young, and now they're stuck with him, right? Because they can't do anything about it. Yep. The first overall pick will go back to Chicago. Chicago traded out of the first overall last year. Do you think that they used the first overall drop? or move on from Justin Fields, 
use the pick, uh, take a quarterback, or do they double down on Justin Fields, trade out of the spot again, and use the draft capital to start re like to to build more around that defense and that offense? From what I'm reading, um, or from what I've seen online, I think they're moving on from him. Maybe trade him, trade him, and somebody else to get like a third round pick or a fourth round picks. Trade him if you can, and, and, and use your number one to get whoever the top quarterback is this year. Right now, it's leaning to be Caleb Williams. Yeah, but depending on how the NFL drafts um, and where he gets, like what his potentials are, like yeah. Things could change between now and draft day. Yep, so let's just sure. say they do with Caleb Williams. They move on. Um, they've got DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, some other assets and talent. Um, yep. And then they get something for Justin Fields. Interesting. I think they still need um, some more work on defense and and a, a, a better running back. Yeah, they need a solid one, a reliable one. Yeah. Roshan Johnson and Khalil Herbert just – and we're in it. Yeah, two up and down. Okay. And what else you got cooking here? You got some other stuff written down here. Time to put on the bye try and quad focals because, because the playoff picture is still not in focus. Some yeah. teams moved into the playoff picture that were not there a few weeks ago. Well, we know the Ravens and the Dolphins have locked in their spots, right? Chiefs and the, the Browns. The Chiefs. The Chiefs official. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they clinched the division last week with the win over Cincinnati. The Browns yeah. clinched a playoff spot, a wild card spot. Then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that um, means it's really what the the Jags division, right? So the Jags, Colts, and yeah. uh, the Texans are the Texans out of it? No, they're still part. Of, they could still win the division. Okay, so that one is a, is a is a I yeah. don't know what you call it, carousel. Yes. And the Steelers are even have a, still have a chance, which We're is making a wild card spot. Yes, I think everybody else has to lose, and the Steelers have to win, and that's the only way they get in. But mathematically, they're still possible. And then in the NFC, you've got 49ers, Cowboys, Lions, Eagles, and Rams, who have all clinched spots. Um, Buccaneers are leading the division, but they may cough it up. Uh, and the Packers are sitting at the number seven, but they could be overtaken by the Seahawks, the Saints, and the Vikings. Okay. So the Jags are nine and seven. Colts are nine and seven. Texans are nine and seven. Yeah. So this, they have a three-way tie for first overall, but however they they're figuring out the uh, in division, right? That's how I yeah. think it's how it goes first. Yeah. Right? And strength of schedule. Yeah. So I'm looking at the AFC playoff picture entering into Week 18. If uh, the Texans have a 45% chance of making the playoffs, the Colts have a 55% chance of making the playoffs. The Jags have a 75% chance of making the playoffs. The Colts and the Texans have to win 
if they do not win, they do not make the playoffs. Yeah, the Steelers would leapfrog them into the seventh. Yeah. The Jaguars, however, they can still lose and take the last wild card spot. Yes, because the Colts could leapfrog them. Well, even the Texans could probably leapfrog them. Okay, so then who's playing who? Oh, my goodness. Indi- Houston is playing Indianapolis. But yeah, so one of the two of them. One of the two of them is going to the playoffs. Yeah. And one of the two of them could take the division. Could take to the division, right? So let, let's just say one of those guys wins. Uh, Jacksonville is playing Tennessee. Is Tennessee going to play upset? Because that's like they share that division. They might just say, you know what? Screw you, Jacksonville. They might. Either way. Either way, Jacksonville's going to the playoffs. Uh, not how, does that, how, how does that work? If the Jags lose, the Colts lose, and the Steelers win, the Steelers will take number seven. Because the Texans would jump up to four, and the other two would drop down, and the Steelers would move up. The, basically, the Jags... Okay. The, the Jags need yeah. to win... They need to win or they need a Steelers loss. Yes. Who are the Steelers playing? Let's have a look. Where is that they're, one? They're oh, they're playing Baltimore. Or Baltimore. <laughs> there you go. But Good. Baltimore's going to sit half their team. More than likely, yeah. Yeah. Because they've already this, got the – they clinched this the is gonna be This is going to be like week three of the preseason. Well, kind of. One team is going to play like it's week three of the preseason. Another team is playing for their life. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Pittsburgh actually has a chance because there's Baltimore probably hit a lot of guys. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Um, My money is on Houston making the playoffs. Uh, I I think think so, too. I think they'll beat I think the Colts. Beats, yeah, I think they'll beat the Colts. And I think the, because of that, the Colts will get knocked out. Um, and regardless of what happens, the, it'll be the Jags or the Steelers, but I'll, I'll say the Jags because I do expect the Jags to beat Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Um, and I don't expect the Steelers to beat the, the Ravens, even with a depleted roster or a backup roster. Yeah, it shouldn't. It, yeah. I think maybe like what the what'll happen in the Steelers uh, Ravens game, the starters will probably play the first quarter, maybe half of the second quarter, just to get a couple touchdowns, and then hit the bench. Okay, let me give you the breakdown here. Um, as I'm reading reading on, Bills need a win. If the Bills lose, they miss the playoffs. Oh, we weren't factoring that one in either. Yeah. Wow. So that means, okay. okay. So if the Bills lose. And who do they play? They, uh, they're out. They because. Uh, okay. Pittsburgh now has three primary ways to punch its, punch its postseason ticket in week 18. They need to win against the Ravens, plus the Bills lose to the Dolphins. They need to win against the Ravens. And the Jaguars lose to the Titans. The Jaguars lose to the Titans, and the Broncos beat the Raiders, plus the Texans and the Colt does not end in a tie. 
one of those guys has to win. And then Jack, wow. and then and the Steelers make it in. Um, well, okay. The very so that, first the very first game for the for the for the week is yeah. the Steelers game. So it's gonna get real clear as of you know four thirty yeah. five o'clock. It's gonna happen Saturday. Um, all right, moving along here. Uh, those teams have been eliminated from contention. Oh man, that is absolutely wild. Um, on the other side, yeah. on the NFC side, 49ers are in. Cowboys are in. Lions are in. We have the same situation here in this division, uh, the South, the NFC South. The Buccaneers aren't for sure, but they're currently holding that spot yeah. at eight and eight. Uh, the Eagles are in with 11 and five. The Rams are in at nine and seven. And it looks like the Packers, the Packers, if they win, they're in. Yeah. Yeah. Teams that are on the bubble, the Seahawks, eight and eight, Saints, eight and eight, Vikings, seven and nine, Falcons, seven and nine. So let's just do. Ooh, the Falcons play the Saints. Um, all right. Easy math for the Bucks in week 18. A win clinches them the NFC South. All they got to do is win. Who are they playing? Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> are you serious? Yes. Lucky buggers. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. I think it's a good chance they're going to win. But let's just say uh, if, the, if they win and the Saints, and the Saints lose – then they get the NFC South title. If they win, but the Seahawks lose and the Packers lose or tie, they still get a playoff berth. Okay. For the second week year in a row, the Packers enter week 18 with a win and in opportunity at Lambeau Field. And like last year, a red out division foe stands in their way. Although Green Bay can still clinch a playoff berth with a loss, they still need the Vikings, Seahawks, and either the Bucks or Saints to lose. By far, their least complicated course to securing a wild card spot is by taking down the Bears on Sunday. Wow. So my project my prediction is the number seven spot is going to go to the Seahawks. Because I think the Bears beat the the Packers, and the Seahawks play the Cardinals, and the Seahawks yeah, I, get in. Seahawks get okay. And um, I think the Bucks. I think the Bucks will win against Carolina. I think so too. Um, Vikings need to beat the Lions. The Packers need to lose to the Bears, and the Seahawks need to lose at the Cardinals, and the Saints need to lose at the Falcons. That's how the Vikings get in. Yeah, they need they need a very specific set of circumstances, and I and I certainly hope uh, the Detroit Lions destroy and humiliate the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Not because of the Minnesota Vikings, just because they just need to set an example. I guess, oh, man. See, it's complicated. It is complicated. I, I I do like this aspect of it, where where like a variety of things could go, uh, could end up happening, because like. I do think Seattle beats Arizona. Yeah. I do think Chicago has a good chance of beating Green Bay. And other matchups, um, the Atlanta New Orleans, to me, that's a 50-50 game. That could go either way. But I'm yeah. picking Tampa Bay to beat Carolina. Houston to beat Indianapolis. Whew. And then for the Falcons to get in, I think everybody in the whole NFC has to lose. <laughs> They're not even <clears> – <throat> I realize it's a small percentage chance. 
but they didn't even they didn't even list the yeah, uh, the scenarios. Conditions. Yeah, yeah, because that would be like a two page book. Well, I'm like, here's the scenarios that have to play out. Yeah. Oh man. So. No, it's it's good that it, there's so many teams still available. Um, and that between the two conferences, what there's what one, two, three, four, five spots. Five out of sixteen spot or not sixteen. Five out of fourteen spots still available <clears throat> up for grabs. So that that tells you just how how even the league has been this year. Oh, which is great because now it actually gives a lot of these teams something to play for. So they're not gonna sit their guys in week eighteen. They're gonna play them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I and that's what we're that's what us fans want is the, the good quality. Good quality right? football. Good quality football. Speaking of good quality football, the USFL, the United Football League or the UFL is uh is is pumping out some advertising. So that is the merger between the USFL and yes. the XFL. What I found odd is that they merged, but they didn't increase the number of teams. No, no, they didn't. They're, they're keeping that what eight. Yeah, they got to start off small and and build the interest. And then sell the expansion teams. Sell the expansion as, teams as 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 it happens. So the United Football League UFL uh, shares details about the merger of the USFL and the XFL rosters. Yeah, is it still uh, um, the Rock and uh, Rodriguez, that lady owning all of the teams? Ah. Uh, I don't know how much they own after the merger. Uh, so just see, uh, BPL uh, Daryl Johnson explained that the eight returning teams will be able to protect up to 42 players on their existing rosters. The UFL will also conduct a pair of dispersal drafts to determine the placement of players from the eight teams that will be folding. Mm. So yeah, they are only going to keep eight teams. The eight teams of the UFL will be the Birmingham Stallions, the Houston Roughnecks, Memphis Showboats, the Michigan Panthers of the USFL, and the Arlington Renegades, DC Defenders, San Antonio Brahmas, and the St. Louis Battlehawks of the XFL. So the other teams have folded. So they've done a, an interesting merger. So they've kept some teams from each league, and they folded some teams from each league. Uh, the best players will stick around, regardless of whether their team did or didn't survive. With only eight teams, the overall quality necessary will be better than when the two spring leagues fielded 16 teams. However, it shakes out. The clock is ticking. Players report for training camp on Friday, February 23rd. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. My two teams, the Renegades and the Battlehawks. The Arlington Renegades? That's from Arizona, right? Arlington? No, yeah. Arlington is uh, where's Arlington? I have no idea. I think Arlington is, de- is Texas. Arlington, Texas. Oh, maybe. Yeah, okay. 
St. Louis Battlehawks. Yeah, Arlington City in Texas. Okay. Well, I'm just cheering for the Michigan Panthers at this point. Yeah, they disappointed me. I wasn't real happy with them. No, it's okay. Hey, they they, a- they they weren't they weren't the quality of the Michigan Wolverines who are going to the national championship. That's right, baby. Woo woo, go blue. That's right. Um, that was a great game, man. I was oh, my sitting on the edge of my seat. I was yelling at my kids. Every time my daughter came in to come and talk to me about something, and every question she had was trivial because I was watching oh, yeah. football. Every question was trivial. She came in to ask me a question. Every time she did, and I'm like, sorry, sweet, what was that? Drop punt. Fumble. Like, <laughs> go Get away, over. child. Yes. You are bad voodoo. I was uh, I was upstairs uh, in the spare bedroom watching, and I had the window cracked open a bit. And <laughs> the neighbors are all listening to you yell. I'm sure I'm sure my neighbors were thinking I was going crazy, especially the last five minutes of the game. Oh yeah. Oh. And the overtime. The whole overtime, I was just Ashley and Brienne had gone out to yep. do something. And I just let loose. <laughs> so it was. was uh, they walked in just as they as Michigan stopped Alabama. Oh, Milrose! As soon as they okay. Did they you see what in. stopped him? Did you watch the highlight of what actually stopped him? No. His own lineman. Good. Stepped on his foot. Good. Pumps. So the when when the defender was anyway. pushing the lineman, the lineman took one step back. And stepped on his foot right as he was trying to cut up the middle, and that's what stopped him and toppled him there for that for the stop. Well, it happens. Take it, absolutely take it. Had you not been applying the pressure, it never would have happened. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it was a great game. Mm-hmm. Uh, hats off to to Alabama. Um, they got lucky with some Michigan miscues. Um, Yep, they, they took advantage, but, uh, um, yes. but I, great, great matchup. Great matchup. Yeah. I would have preferred to see uh, Florida State and their undefeated record yes. as opposed to Alabama, but it proved to be a solid matchup nonetheless. Yeah. Um, I only watched the first quarter of Texas and Washington, and those seemed like some competent offenses. Not so much like defensively, like they didn't, they did not scare me defensively, like watching those two teams, those two teams yeah. play. But offensively, it looks like they can, they can move the ball. Uh, I don't know though against Michigan's defense. I don't know. Like, that, that's just it. Like yeah. it's, it's, um, it's great that it's two northern teams. I love it. And like you and I were texting back and forth. Yeah, this is awesome that they're two Big Ten teams next year. Stuff it in your face, Big 12 and SEC. SEC. I hate you guys. Um, it's it, it, it's just it's another uh, feather in the cap for the Big Ten. You mm-hmm. know, you got Ohio State, you got Penn State, you're gonna have Washington, you've got Michigan. All of you got four of probably I, gonna be in the top ten out of the Big Ten, which is, which is scary. Yes. Um, you could see two teams out of the Big Ten next year, 
Well, because the playoffs are expanding. Now it's going to be interesting to see how many teams make it. Oh, you could well, see all four. Great representation uh, from the Big Ten. You could see That's all four of them make it. So the, the Big Ten Conference, just, just to have a quick look here, it's loading up. Uh, the teams that are currently – oh, wow, okay. Uh, they're breaking up those divisions, right? So uh, locations of – oh, the uh, this doesn't highlight. Oh, there we go. So teams that are in there right now, we got Rutgers, Maryland, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Indiana, Purdue, Illinois, Northwestern, Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota, and Nebraska. 14 teams. Now there's the addition of the University of California, it's UCLA, University of Oregon, University of South Carolina, USC, and the University of Washington. One, two, three, four teams that are ranked. Yes. Uh, so, added to an already one, two, three, four, five, six teams that are ranked. So 10 teams that are ranked out of 25 in this, in this division. Yes. Yes. The Big Ten Conference. It's impressive. It is. And, and all of those teams are high recruiting teams. Like Oregon, for the last seven or eight years, has been a top recruiter. USC has always been a top recruiter. Um, you know, Michigan, Ohio State. Even for a while, Michigan State was. Um, you got uh, Iowa, who pumps out players to the NFL like crazy. Yeah, they're so, tight end. They have a tight end yeah. school now. Yep, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting college year next year. I like I'm I'm excited to see the the playoff format and see how they do it. And uh, yeah, I I think it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be fantastic. Well, that's yeah. a bit of a tangent we just went on there. Sorry about that, folks. We just we do love our college football. The national championship is going to be fantastic. Uh, and that takes place when again? Not next week, but the week after or next week? Nope. Next Monday? Uh, this upcoming Monday, the 8th. This upcoming Monday, the 8th. Yep. Elvis's birthday. Elvis? Yes. Elvis's was, birthday? His, on his birthday was on the 8th of January. 8th of January. Okay. And that's a 530 uh, Mountain Standard Time. Start. Uh, probably. Yeah. Probably. Let me look it up here. Cool. Perfect. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, 530. Ooh, got to get off work early. Get home in time. Get some wings. Get a few. Me and my son that night, because I think dance night kicks back off for the girls. Yes. Yes, it does. Get some wings, get some frosty ones, and go blue. All right. Hey, just a heads up. I also I confirmed today that I now have the uh, Monday, February twelfth off, the day after the Super oh, Bowl. There you go. Mm-hmm. So I still got to put that time in for work. So, yeah, submit your requests. Depends on how much I drink in Jamaica. Uh, okay, so when do you leave again for your big awesome trip? The twenty second. Twenty second. Okay. 22nd I, I leave and then get back the week before you. Yes. Yeah. So I go to Mexico for a week. Um, and just to make sure that I look at the schedule. Dun, da, da, da. 
because we do have uh, we do have some fun fun things going on over here. Season three of the podcast. We are looking at the week of January seventeenth. So that is the review with Slick and Josh. So we will do the two thousand or twenty twenty three year in review with Slick and Josh. Um, that Wednesday, January seventeenth, and then that following morning, I fly out to Mexico, and then we'll probably take a hiatus for the week after, which is the January twenty fourth, because I will be coming back and you will be leaving. Yes. So we will go on break, vacation. Right. Just gonna make that note now. So when I go so, back, Mike, you'll have to go through one of the hundred and something episodes. Reposted as a rerun. <laughs> you remember when? And yeah. just slice it all, slice all these old episodes together. Yeah. Make it a 16 hour, splice all of them together all oh, in one. <laughs> Here's the entire 2022 season. Here's a recap. Oh, brutal. I, okay, fans, I would not make you guys, I would not subject you guys to listen to that. That would not. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, um, all we have left to do really is talk about our bet that you absolutely crushed me on because I chose a quarterback that decided not to play football. So I chose Trevor Lawrence thinking I was in, I had it in the bag. You chose Joe Flacco. He went off. My guy sat on the bench. Yes. So that was a 27 point swing in your favor right out of the get go. Um, everything else just kind of just came out in the wash. Uh, you had Cole Komet who did nothing for you, but it doesn't matter because you had CD lamb who balled out. Yes. Yes. So, well, you also well, had, uh, had uh, you had Schultz that, that did nothing. Yeah, two point nine. It's something. All right. So, so that my, puts my two my two big comebacks uh, has put me back in nine to eight. Oh yeah. So what's what's the bet this week, sir? Um, I I haven't thought of one. So I'm just going to make it up as I go. Sure. It's going to be a pick six because I love that that format. And um, I'm going to make it defenses because I want to defend my lead. Oh. Okay. oh. So I'm going to defend my 9-8 lead by pick six defenses. We're going to use poor man scoring to okay. figure out what okay. uh, what the actual scoring will be but we need to pick six defenses that oh, we oh. think will be high scoring defenses of the week okay, okay. so i'm just gonna build to this while we're chatting right. on a live pro recording spreadsheet we're not doing nope. a, a wheel of death then no we are not doing the wheel of death we're staying away from that wheel of death you and your it is the death of me. Oh, we each have to pick six defenses. I know that's a tough part. So 12 of the 16 games are gonna get picked. Yikes. Yep. This is gonna be scary. And because <laughs> uh, I'm deciding to do this right meow, um, I really have no idea 
some of the matchups. So let's go. Oh, because he's close the league. Say what? You can't see what they're projected to get this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you can't see what they're projected to get the defenses. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first. Okay. Okay. I'm just gonna choose Dallas. Oh yeah, they got the commanders. Oh man. Going Dallas. Okay. So this makes it your pick. Yep. Um Baltimore Ravens. Who do they have again? You pick the. Ravens. They got the Steelers. Yeah, I'll take the Ravens. <laughs> you want you want some of that Mason Rudolph action? Yeah, he's going to get sacked like twenty times. Okay, okay. You know who else is going to get sacked like twenty times? Bryce Young, because the Buccaneers are going to eat him for breakfast. Oh snap! You're gonna go there, are you? Oh heck yeah! Bryce Young is going to be served up on a platter with an apple in his mouth. Okay. Well, I am going to snatch up the Eagles over the Giants. Eagles, okay. And Danny DeVito from <laughs> Twins. <laughs> No, it's Tyrod Taylor. Oh, oh, Devito got cut already. Yep. Oh, I don't know if he got cut. I think he got benched. Uh, They're going with Tyrod. Same thing. Yeah. They're going with Thyroid Taylor. Thyroid Taylor. Okay. Now this might be a ballsy pick, but based upon previous performance, the New York Jets. Wow. Against the New England Patriots. Yeah. And only because it's the New England Patriots. Oh, I got somebody I want to take. But I think I want to... I'm going to risk you not taking them next round. Okay. And I am going to go with the chefs no no too many guys getting sat mm, gotta pick a team that's still fighting for something jaguars jaguars okay is your defense over the titans sure jags over the titans jaguars you know where i'm going raiders ooh yeah uh, I think the Raider, Raiders over the Broncos because they sat Russell Wilson. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's uh, that could be a juicy matchup. I'm going with your beloved Lions. Oh, going to go Lions. Okay. that's a, To me, that's a ballsy move. Uh, there's, there's I, 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 too, want them to kick the snot out of the <laughs> Vikings. Okay. Um, all right, so we've taken, taken, taken. 
Wow, the Saints seem to be highly ranked, which is weird. Is that a thing? The Saints? Really? I'll go the Saints then. Saints. They they depending on which That's a tough one. Yeah, against Atlanta. They're both fighting for that. Um I go out on a limb. I'm going out on a limb. The 49ers over the Rams. Okay. Well, the 49ers should be okay because they've officially decided to sit Kyron Williams, Cooper Cup, and Matt Stafford. And, and it's fine for them for the 49ers to sit half their offense. Mm-hmm. Their defense will still step up and yeah. So, because you're not playing against the A team, yeah. there's a good chance it's not. It should not be a um, a big game. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm looking on the list here. You've got to be freaking kidding me. Okay. Wow. You you, you got you got a little piece of magic going on over there. Well, I'm just I'm shocked at this team that I'm looking at, but. I guess it's because they have nothing to lose. So the Cowboys gone, Jets gone, Patriots gone. Oh, Patriots are not gone. You picked. I picked the Jets. Or the Patriots. The Patriots are the favorite. The Chargers are favored to beat the Chiefs. What? Yeah, the Chargers are a three and a half point favorite. Did they announce that they're not like that? Mahomes oh yeah, they're not. Playing? Mahomes isn't playing. Kelsey's not playing. Okay. Uh, Pacheco's probably not playing. Hmm. Well, it's weird because I'm now seeing the uh, the Patriots rise up. The rise up. Rise up. Yeah. Number three here on the week. Number six here. That's weird. Well, I wonder, should I? Because I'm looking at the other defenses, and I'm not overly excited about Miami versus Buffalo, Indianapolis versus Houston, Chicago versus Green Bay. It's like Cleveland versus Cincy. Have they announced uh, anybody sitting in that matchup yet? I go Cleveland. You know, since he's a seven-point favorite, Flacco's so, sitting. Flacco is sitting, hey? Yep. Ugh. Now I'm torn because, like, I want to pick a team that has skin in the game. Skin in the game, like Houston and Indianapolis, but both of their defensive suck. I don't want to go uh, Buffalo and Miami because like, that's both those teams could light each other up. And Miami has something to play for for Hill. Yeah. He's still oh, got a way outside shot, but he has an outside shot at 2,000. Oh, well, hey. What could these guys do? Well, that's not bad. 
It's not, it's not terrible. I don't like it. This team just played upset against uh, a big powerhouse. So nope, nope. I am not going the Seahawks. Because you you watch Arizona just drops like fifty points on them. But it's, it's a, that's the thing, right? Like Arizona blew out Dallas. Arizona blew out Philadelphia. Arizona beat out somebody, uh, San Francisco. Yeah, so they're they're they the giant up against. Yeah, big and the Seahawks need to win for the for the playoff game, but. That's a scary one. What does this say here? Oh, wait, let's go. Do, 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 do. Oh, wow. Green Bay, it says. I don't I don't want to pick Green Bay. I don't want to acknowledge them in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> you got love for love. Come on. Yeah, I don't. I don't want anything to do with that mess. Do, do, do. Dang it. But those are the those are the teams with the juiciest matchups because they are teams that are fighting for something. So tough, so tough. Let's have a point one. You know what? I'm just going to shoot myself in the foot. Patriots. You're taking the Jets and the Patriots? Yeah, because I think all the action in, is gonna, in scoring is going to come from those two two defenses. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, there we go. I'm going to double end that one. My, uh, that was my last pick, folks. Two from the same I'm game. Wow. A 3 nothing wow. game? Yeah. Be great. They're, each team's going to get 10 points at least. Oh, do I go the Bengals? Do I go the Bengals? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to go the Bengals. Bengals. Kick the crap out of the Browns this weekend. I hate you. I hate Bloody you. their nose. It's not folks. I've got the Cowboys, the Buccaneers, the Jets, the Raiders, the Saints, and the Patriots. Andrew's got the Ravens, the Eagles, the Jaguars, the Lions, the 49ers, and the Bengals. So good. So good. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, thank you very much for listening to us. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like and share. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dog. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Poor Man Football. All one word. Come back next week as we start our year in review with our league champion, Donnie, and his best friend, Juan. We're going to have them into the show. So come back for that. Uh, and from one poor man to another, remember, if it's not fun, it is not worth doing. Good night, everybody. Have a good week, everyone.